Hello, and welcome to the Royal Hour Podcast, hosted by the one and only Prince Onyx. Join me on a daily to weekly basis with the Royal Court and I as we delve deep into a wide range of topics. From entertainment to politics, both professional and streetwise, to personal stories of things that we've experienced. From dating troubles to family drama and (laughs) even our own tea that'll get spilled. All from a Chicago perspective that at times can be viewed as worldly. You can find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, and more. This is a show that you don't want to miss. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, 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 guys, what is going on? First off, Happy New Year. Welcome to the year of someone's Lord 2022. It's your good guy here, Prince Onyx, over at The Royal Hour Podcast, and I am back. Child, look, that last episode, I look back on that. Look, season zero, season zero, right? Just to dive into the show. Season zero was definitely a testing ground. But season one, as you guys are hearing right now, things are going up a notch. But you know what? Something interesting that I would really love to talk with y'all about. And I know a lot of people who can relate, especially us as millennials who, you know, yes, we are all on our phones, but it's the way that we are on our phones. Does that make sense to anybody? Like a lot of us and even the older generation, just everybody in general nowadays the way that we communicate is practically just via texting. I mean, unless there are people who still believe in phone calls or FaceTime calls for those of us who have iPhones. And even if you have an Android, you can just get a, what is it, Google Duo and you can video chat that way. So it's just like so many different ways to communicate. But texting, and I'm a huge texter, but even I have to call myself out on this. We got to really try to get back to just talking to over the phone. Case in point, you will have people who misinterpret things a lot because a lot of things can be lost in texting. Like I could text a friend. Hmm, let's see. I could text my homegirl, Fed. Hey, um, hey, sis, we're meeting for lunch still on Saturday. Right. And granted, me and her, we know, we know each other so much and so well that you can she can almost hear my tone in the text and vice versa with her. And then there could be a friend like Candace who I could text her and be like, oh, hey, don't forget um, we are meeting up for, uh, for, for a makeup tutorial on Sunday. And she may not think nothing of it, but she could take it the wrong way or some, somehow some way like, you know, because that does happen. Believe it or not, that does happen. And you'll be like, oh, crap. Now I got to either get on the phone with her or hit her with a voice note on mess on Facebook Messenger and be and, you know, a voice note will clear it up better because then you can hear my tone. You can hear the affliction. You can hear you know, you can hear everything. You know what I'm saying? How I'm talking, how I'm speaking versus if you're just reading it, you know, reading a screen on your phone. Trust me, when I think about it, there have been a lot of times I've said to myself, damn, that could have been a phone call or "Mm, this should have been a phone call. And the more and more I started to think about that, I'm like, you know what, if it's worth of if it's worthy of a phone call, I'm going to do it. And I feel like that's the other thing, too. A lot of people have determined that certain conversations just aren't really worth a phone call. It could just be a simple text message and they're not thinking anything of it per se. But when you really get into the nitty gritty of it, you might want to think twice about that just because you don't want things to get lost in translation. And that's what's happening nowadays with so much, especially with just everything that's been going on and just moving forward into this year, which is now what, like, let's see, this pandemic started 
2020, 2021 made it a year. 2022, yeah, this make yeah this March makes it two years. Um, and you know we're dealing with this new variant. And mark my words, y'all, not to be the the bringer of gloom and doom, but given another three to six months, we'll be talking about another variant. And it's just, it's it's yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. But with everything going on nowadays, I just feel like we as society needs need to try to convert ourselves back to simply talking on the phone. Because as much as we may not, as much as you may not like talking on the phone, that phone call could actually help improve your friendship or relationship, whatever the case is, versus texting. I'm telling you now, like, there are things that I just really wish. And of course, y'all, y'all know it wouldn't be the Royal Hour podcast if I, if I didn't mention Tevin, <laughs> even though he's not the crux of this show. But that's another conversation. But I use him as an example. Um, the last time me and him had spoke over the phone, not texting, but over the phone was back in June of last year before he had came back, you know, back to Chicago and looking back, not a day goes by where I don't say to myself, damn, you should have said everything that you wanted to tell him right then and there. But in the same breath, you know, didn't want to overwhelm him because he was dealing with so much already. And it's just like, damn, it was a sticky situation, but if he wasn't going through anything and just simply, you know, was away from Chicago for, for you know, for, for, from the city for a while. Oops, sorry about that stuttering. If he was just away from the city for a while, the phone call for most likely I would have said every, every would have said everything. But it was due to the severity of what all was happening for those who have been tuned in since season zero. You know the story. But anyway, I say that to say that because um, our last time texting was july yeah july 7th of last year um and then after that shit anytime i would text them i just get left on red so that's a whole nother shit there is no conversation that just is what it is but um you know and that situation is going to pan out how it's supposed to but anyway i say all of that to say that it's like yeah people really need to take more advantage of phone calls like i can say this for me before i had this iphone and i was talking to like fad for example on messenger I would do me and her would do voice notes back and forth. One, because it was easier for both of us because she was on. She's always on the go a lot. And me, shit, I'm on the go a lot, too. Even when I'm just sitting down, I could be working on a song, working on a script. And it's like when I'm in a space, I ain't really got time to try to type out some shit, per se, even though granted I'm working on a song or script. But I don't want to be taken out of that creative space. But if I'm doing a voice note, I can say everything all at once and just send it, you know. Now that I have this iPhone, for the most part, most of my friends who have iPhones as well, I'm quick to do voice notes oftentimes versus texting. Now, if I'm doing texting, it's just, hey, just, hey, how are you? Yada, yada, yada. But if it's like something longer than a text, trust and believe I'm finna be sending you voice notes. Yeah, no, I'm finna be sending you voice notes. So, yeah, Uh, man, it's just... I don't know, you guys. It's just something I was really thinking about. Uh, it was just something something that was really on my mind and on my spirit. And I just wanted to shoot that out to you guys to see what do you guys think? Like, is it possible for us to like, if not revert, because I don't even think it is possible to revert per se, but is it possible to incorporate being on the phone more versus just texting you know what i'm saying again regardless of what phone you got if you can send a voice note or a hell do a video call or or just get on the phone is it worth it and are we willing to challenge ourselves enough to you know really make those calls literally make those calls are we 
can we challenge ourselves to be like, you know what, this is this can be a phone call versus the the more quicker, easy route of, oh, this could have been a text message or hell, even for those of y'all who be working and there's a meeting that could have been an email. Sometimes some of them meetings need to happen, child. Just be thinking, hell, especially if they serve in refreshments, get that free food, hear what they got to say. All right, cool. Go back on the clock or shit. If it's on your day off, child, take your ass back home or run some errands or do something. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, there's that on that. Uh, this first little segment of episode one of season one. And we will be right back after these messages. Peace. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G., Black and Ugly as Ever, however. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Royal Hour podcast with your good guy here, Prince Onyx. Hey. So, you know what? I was thinking about this topic a little earlier today on January 10th, uh, 2022. Um, and also today is a very special someone's birthday. Uh, shout out to you, Tevin. Happy birthday. Anyway, and ironically enough, you know, hey, shout out to you because this is your Saturn return, my nigga. And mine starts next month. So, whew, let's see where the year uh, takes us. Anyway, anyway. So, I have a friend, right? And he's older. He's in his 40s. And lately, well, not lately, but for a while, I have noticed a pattern with him. He's, you know, he's black and gay like myself. And he's a writer, a playwright. Um, and he's, like, had several plays produced. He, like, he's a genius. Like, when it comes to the playwright, oh, my God. he He's a genius. He's a genius. But, and I'm saying this in all honesty because I really want someone out there who is listening to this story to really pay attention and catch this early on so that you don't end up like him. And what I mean by that is my good friend. There's a pattern with him where the men who he has relations with, oftentimes they don't identify as straight. They don't identify as gay. They, they don't know what they should. They don't even identify as bisexual. And if they do, that's even questionable. The reason why I say that is because a lot of these dudes who he tells me about, it's like, oh, he didn't either ate their ass or they didn't try to suck his dick or they or he didn't suck their dick or whatever the case is. Or shit, one guy, he caught the dude in the bathroom jerking off to the to him because he had saw my friend naked. And mind you, the dude is straight, has a girlfriend, the whole nine yards. Right. But this goes into a deeper issue when it comes to how black men from the time we are boys to when, you know, you good going, you're getting into adulthood. A lot of black men are not given the ability 
to or the freedom rather to experiment sexually without somebody labeling them as gay case in point for those of y'all who watched Insecure, so what was it, season one with the guy who Molly was dating or went on one date with or whatever the case is, she was seeing him and, you know, she revealed how, you know, she messed around with a girl back in college, you know, on some sexual experimental shit, right? And so the guy, he was like, oh, well, you know what, I had a, a situation similar. Me and my homie, one night we got drunk and shit, he's, I let him suck my dick. Uh, and we, I think he said that they kissed and then he let, him, let his friend suck his dick. But he wasn't really into it, so they just stopped. And Molly was immediately turned off by that. Because in her mind, it's like, oh, if you let a dude do that, you're just gay. Like, how could another man let another man? But when women do it, you, you see what I'm saying? But when women do it, but it's because of the connotation. Because a lot of people don't even take lesbianism serious. Let's be real. A lot of people don't take lesbianism serious. They don't even take bisexuality in women serious. Especially if said bisexual woman ends up being married to a man. Because then people are like, oh, well, then she must not be bisexual. And clearly it was a phase when it's like, no, there's a small percentage of bisexual men and women who actually end up with somebody of the same gender. Um, but most of them, the high, there's a high percentage of them that end up dating or dating and marrying someone of the opposite sex, the opposite gender. And that is due to society's stigmas because in society's mind, you have to make a choice because monogamy and I'm not trying to, you know, harp on monogamy as if it's a bad thing. It's just, yo, you know, there's monogamy, there's, you know, non-monogamy, there's polygamy, polyamory, there's all these different forms, you know what I'm saying? But we focus so much on the monogamy. But anyway, to get back to it with my friend, I noticed the pattern of him and the gentleman that he has relations with is that, you know, a lot of them, there's, they're so confused in the sense of they don't know what they want. They don't know who they are. And because they have not been given the freedom to, you know, experiment in their youth, their adolescence, you know, their teenage years to their twenties, they are now, you know, in their either late 30s going into their 40s and now they're they're still out here on some confused shit you got a girlfriend at home but then my friend who is your homeboy you know that he's gay and whatever the scenario is whether y'all are out drinking or y'all hanging out at his place or whatever the scenario is y'all come on to him and he accepts the the advances he doesn't turn you guys down and i'm not gonna knock him for it I wish that he would turn y'all down because then it's like he's upset in the aftermath because a lot of y'all are treating him. Y'all are being weird to him. You know, why are you being weird to me? Why are you being weird to me? Like, you know, it's also why are you being weird to me type shit. And it's like that can be avoided if y'all are clear on your intentions, if you're clear on who you are or if you're clear on the fact that, you know what, you don't know who you are and you're still trying to figure yourself out that's fine and dandy but don't use my friend as an experiment and that's more so because i went i remember one time i went off on him and it wasn't so much because i was trying to go off on him just to go off on him no it was because dude the pattern that has to stop it has to stop you need to you are sure of who you are as a black gay man so why are you then entertaining these dudes who don't know who the fuck they are that's then involving that that is then more so not even just involving that is allowing and bringing chaos and confusion into your home you're bringing these spirits and energies into your home and then i'm on the other end of the phone just like oh god here we go again like like the first of all for these dudes to just randomly have you for, for the guy who he recently messed around with for you to just randomly eat his ass 
that he was prepared to get his ass ate that day by you or shit by any, whoever the fuck he ended up hanging out with a fool line with but he prepared for that because you know a lot of straight men they hygiene ain't the best hell and a lot of gay niggas they hygiene ain't the best either but anyway that's a whole nother conversation he planned bottom line is he planned to have a tongue going up his ass like ain't no way he was just randomly sporadically ready like that no he dished he shot he you know dished like he's like a good nigga should if you're trying to get some butt play he dished and he was prepared and you know washed his ass hold down yards and he was prepared for a ton for, for his salad to be tossed okay uh, uh, uh. he was prepared and so what i'm trying to get at y'all for the for the brothers out there listening for the fella for the young black gay boy who is possibly out there listening to this don't be somebody's experiment and that even goes for you young boys in in high school who make these little tiktoks joking about messing around with a dl dude or the trade this that and the third please understand this them same men will kill y'all them same boys will kill y'all if y'all try to out them to the girlfriend to the school to their friends whatever they will kill y'all they will and then they will frame it as you try to, they'll paint you out as the as the villain. They'll paint you out as the person who was provoking them, the person who was doing this, the person who was making advances when behind the bleachers or wherever the fuck they hitting y'all up on, hitting y'all up at whether it's FaceTime or Snapchat or whatever the case is. And they're just like, hey man, you know, I ain't never done nothing like this before. Or all of a sudden a nigga wants you to come over to his house to quote unquote tutor him. Yeah, he wants you to tutor him on how his dick can fit in your mouth. He wants you to tutor him on how your dick can go in his ass he wants you to tutor him on how to how to top you how to do this that and the third but then when y'all at school it's oh look that faggot ass nigga that did it you know calling you all types of names but he letting you bitch him out behind the scenes behind closed doors or vice versa you're uh, i love you uh, uh. you you know you just take it's the best dick you ever had because here it's your first piece of dick you know you don't know what the fuck you do, you know wilding out you don't know what the fuck to do with it and you're just like uh 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 he loved me though oh he said he loved me yeah he loves you question question mark he loves you allegedly he loves you quotation marks when really he gonna beat you upside the fucking head with his homeboys on the weekend if he see if they see you out and about so i say that to say don't be somebody's experiment because that's all you're gonna ever be to them don't be somebody's sneaky link see that's that see really that's some stupid shit sneaky link is nothing more than a new a new word for cheating it's a new word for adultery and I'm not trying to be approved, but I'm calling the thing a thing. That is a new fucking fr- form of cheating. You're a sneaky link. Nigga, I am 26, about to be 27 next month. I'm marching towards my 30s through the grace of God. Because a lot of you girls, I really doubt y'all will make it to your 30s. Even your late 20s. And that's just a whole nother conversation. It's just, hey, the way y'all living fast and dying young, yeah. Anyway, so... What the fuck do I look like being somebody's sneaky link? Nigga, if you're in a relationship, what are you talking to me for? Better yet, why are you talking to me? Does your part don't then don't be on some bullshit. Don't be on Tinder or on Hinge or whatever these whichever fucking app talking about, oh yeah, my man know. No the fuck you don't. Nine times out of ten, he, ten, your partner don't know. Unless both of y'all are on the app, but you're used or and y'all are just using your profile and you have it stated that hey we are in an open relationship we're looking for a third whatever the case is and even then or unicorn hunting as it's called and even then 
I'm not finna be nobody's unicorn, and neither should any of y'all. Now, if that's what you want to do, that's fine and dandy, but please know this. That's all you will ever be to them, to that couple, is just the third. You will be the unicorn. They're not going to wife you. They're not going to mife you. You know, male husband, you know, the gay version of saying wife, you know, wifey, mifey. <laughs> just take the W, put an M. Anyway, you know, they're not going to put a ring on it, my nigga. They're not maybe a dick ring, but should, you know, I don't, cause I don't say cock except for that time, but you know, they'll put a dick ring on you. But other than that, then you don't right put no fucking engagement ring on your ass, nigga. Like you not finna be engaged. You're not finna be the husband to be my nigga. That's just not going to happen. So take away from this situation. This, when you are noticing a pattern in your friends or even within yourself, the way you put an end to it is by really standing your ground and you know again my friend in, in particular he takes the advances when the guys are coming on to him i only wish that he would turn them down just because again i can feel the energy from him that he's he's hurt by these by these situations because it's like damn dude okay i ate your ass the other day or, or this week or did it and now you're acting weird to me it's like yeah he's gonna act weird because he doesn't know himself He's going to be weird because, again, society has them thinking that being gay is wrong and, oh, you being a bitch and any form of femininity showing up in a black man, especially, oh, that means you're weak. When it's black women who have been protecting and defending us since damn near the dawn of fucking time. You know, since the black man has been so beaten down and defeated, but that's a whole nother conversation that motherfuckers ain't ready to fucking have. See, I'm not one of those niggas who just finna bash black men. I'm an equal opportunity roaster. Everybody can get it. I'm not I'm not one of these motherfuckers who just finna be dragging motherfuckers out here just to do it like some of y'all hoes want somebody to do. Y'all go up for that shit. Y'all not gonna get that with me. You're just not. So again, I say that to say, don't be somebody's experiment. Don't be somebody's, oh, sneaky link. Bitch, what the fuck? Is, a sneaky link made me think that you're a vegan and that at the, in the middle of the night during the witching hour, you heat up some damn hot links and, you know, because you're in the privacy of your home, nobody will ever know. That's what the fuck a sneaky link sounds like to me. You just be like, ooh, let me go ahead and put on these uh these beef sausages or these chicken sausages. Nobody will ever know. Bitch, of course nobody won't know because you done probably shitted it out the uh, shit before you go to the damn gym. Oh, while you at the gym, you can probably clean your system out enough times where it's like, child, no remnants of meat will be smelt upon thee, okay? I'm just, I'm just saying, but yeah, man, don't be somebody's experiment. Live your life to the fullest. If somebody wants you to go in the closet with them, you have to really reevaluate your life and your choices up to that point, because why in the fuck would you drag yourself back into the closet, somebody else's closet, because they cannot come out and see this is really my my crutch with bl black american dl man this is my crutch with y'all nigga you are in your 30s or 40s or however old old however the fucking old you are you have your own car your own place your own whatever since niggas love to brag about how oh i got my own you need to have your own too bitch i got my own regardless of me living with my mother but guess what i'm out you have your own but you're not you, you really don't have no real freedom or liberty or justice of yourself because you're still hell-bent on pretending. But here's the real gag. For a lot of you DL American men, riddle me this, Batman. How the fuck is it that you think your family don't know what's up? If you Here's the scenario. Let me set this up for y'all. Say you have this DL man, right? He brings the same homeboy, quote-unquote. He brings the same homeboy to all the family gatherings, Nigga, about a fifth year, you don't think 
or even by the fifth gathering in a year you don't think people already know your tea they just probably want your ass to just fucking admit it just so that you don't have to keep pretending and thinking that they don't know like you don't bring no other friends around just this one and y'all looking real close you know closer than but again and this is me being ignorant fuck it this is me being ignorant but y'all looking real close in a sense of a romantic sense not saying that two two gentlemen can't be close in a platonic sense which people need to really wrap their minds around that too however in this scenario y'all are close to where people can tell something is up but you thinking that they don't fucking know like what it i just what is it what is the real thrill behind being in the like nigga you are not in a country or in a place like you know nigeria or in a place like like jamaica or belize or haiti places the, the hell the dr dominican republic brazil places where if these men come out the closet there if it's known that they are openly gay they could either be they can be killed in various ways they can be castrated harassed bullied killed raped whatever and nobody will do a damn thing because down there they are they still have the mindset of being gay as a white man's disease and oh you know especially in the caribbeans buck breaking was was fucking widespread yes the shit happened here in north america too but it really primarily happened down there for the slaves who were disobedient it really happened down there so if a if a black male slave was getting shipped to the caribbeans he knew what time it was and he was terrified because he knew what, what what goes down you know down there so it's like you know my heart goes out to the non-black american man who have to be dl because it's literally life or death for them but when you are here in america it's like yo fuck the family fuck with your first of all if your friends gonna judge you they was never your real friends if your job is that if that's stupid to discriminate against you and fire you because of who you are that's a lawsuit and fuck whoever else has an issue with you being your goddamn self because see for me i'm gonna be myself regardless and if me being myself intimidates you that's just too bad that means you're not the one for me and because i have enough coof and pride about myself i could never stoop to that level of secrecy why must my love be a secret why must who i date be a secret why because yeah a lot of people have this argument of oh i shouldn't need to come out okay cool then be who you are since you don't feel the need to come out be who you are kiss your homeboy at the next family gathering hold his hand when y'all are walking in wear sweaters wear you know wear matching christmas sweaters or some shit do something bitch to where it <laughs> do something bitch to where the family knows what's up do it i want you to i want you to since you know niggas don't feel the need to come out i want you to give yourself that freedom free your mind so that the rest will follow isn't that what in vogue said oh okay thought so i fucking thought so so again don't be somebody's experiment don't be somebody's sneaky link beware be weary should you decide to mess with a dl nigga or the trade because they will kill your stupid ass the moment you try to out them please understand that don't be like that nigga the dl detective i don't know what the hell ever happened to him but i know that he did have a couple of close calls of almost getting his life snatched from him how the fuck you called yourself the dl detective like niggas really was desperate for attention in the early well they always been desperate for attention but especially in the early early wild wild west days of, of the internet child please i just 
Anyway, y'all, like I said, don't be somebody's experiment. I'm going to keep repeating that like a broken record. Don't give a fuck. And just have enough pride and coof within yourself to stand your ground. And while, yes, if you're going to take on the advances of a DL nigga or the trade, let it be a one-time thing. Don't catch no feelings, no strings attached. Move the fuck on. Cause And if they hitting you up again, hey, that just means you got some good dick, some good mouth or some good bussy or a combination of all three. Be proud of that. But you don't have to keep inviting that energy in your house. If it's been in your home one time, that's all it should be is a one-time thing. Or if it happened at their place, it's a one-time thing. They want to fuck again, nigga need to come out the closet. I'm sorry, nigga, you need to come out the closet. Because I'm not finna keep feeling like I have to hide with you. Fuck, fuck all that. Like, it's funny how one time, story time before I wrap up, I was having a three, I had a threesome once. And the dude who me and the other guy talked, when I had walked him to the bus stop, you know, and to give him, I was giving him a hug, you know, uh, before we left. And he was, you know, he he jokingly didn't, didn't want the hug. And he was like, oh, I'm DL. Nigga, you DL. And since then, because apparently he's bisexual. And ever since then, now he's been trying to date women, trans women, whatever, cisgender women, trans women, whatever the case is. But it's like, dude, you was hankering for this dick. And I was pounding you out so fucking good. Nigga, you had an ass so big like the sun. I hope you got them. I hope you got a mouth because this dick you gonna run. I'ma slap it in your face and I'ma shove it down your throat. Nigga, what a blunt because that pussy finna smoke. He know how to fuck. The nigga knows how to ride. He could spin around and keep my dick still inside. The nigga's mouth wide. He looking real scared. I'm a man eater, headhunter, bitch. Nigga, I always come prepared. Fuck out of here. Fuck what you talking about. Like, that really tripped me out, y'all, that the nigga want to say that he was DL because I was trying to give him a hug. Nigga, ain't nobody in my neighborhood going to do shit to me, and ain't nobody going to do shit to you. I'm literally giving you a hug goodbye, you know, a hug of see you later, and of course, never did see you again, but it is what it is, nigga. It is what it is. That ass was looking real good, and ugh. Ooh, you lucky I ain't busting you, nigga, or I really, really would have dominated your ass. You real lucky I ain't busting inside you like I should have, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right that's all right that's all right anyway yeah don't be somebody's experiment and if you fuck around and have a threesome or an encounter with somebody and or or an encounter with another man and they want to tell you that they're dl after the fact yeah whatever sure you are okay all right shame on me but more so shame on you nigga anyway we'll be right back after these messages I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G., Black and Ugly as Ever, however. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like FUBU 2.0. Black and ugly. It's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow. Hello, hello, everybody. And I'm only one step 
the head of this heartbreak. And he's one step ahead of misery. And we're one step, and that's all we'd have to take. Just to go back, us to be the same old fool for you I used to be. Nigga. <laughs> we're only just one step ahead of this bounce. One just away from your sweet lips. Well, I know I can't afford to stop. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop fucking with y'all. Oh, my God. Let me stop fucking with y'all. I just I just like to make y'all laugh from time to time. And I, I, not only do I pray, I know that shit landed, okay? Had to remix that Aretha for y'all. <laughs> I play too much. But anyway, welcome back. Welcome back to the Royal Hour Podcast, Season 1, Episode 1. This has been a very interesting episode, uh, just looking at the segments here from what I have thus far. And this next segment is really going to be like another shorty, but it's just about how like, so I'm talking to this guy on a friendly level. And because we met on Tinder and his, the profile, damn, I gave his, the gender, okay, so it's about gender, non-binary, right? In the dating world for me, because... I have a best friend who is non-binary. They were born deaf and they're pansexual. Like uh, my friend's eye, who means a lot to me. I mean, me and him have, well, they slash them have like had so many fights and just to get makeup and, you know, forgive each other. And we've had a lot of breakthroughs together. And, oh God, I'm getting a little emotional because I really care about them so much because with them being born deaf, like I have been like super protective of them and I helped them to really become woke because they were so detached from blackness and black culture because growing up, their family didn't invest in learning American sign language in order to communicate with them. So I didn't understand hardly any of the cultural references when me and him first met, and I had to explain a lot of stuff. Um, like, like, man, it's been a lot, and I really put him on game with, like, black history, black liberation, and, and, you know, black pride and black power movements and stuff like that. And ever so often when we're talking, they will thank me because I've really helped them a lot. And in, in return, that motherfucker helped me a lot. Like, it's certain friendships, whether it's me and Sage, me and Reve, me and Fed, me and Zai, whomever, who's really like a fucking sibling to me almost. Like, the siblings that I wish that I had, it's no knock to my biological brother and sister, but they're 80s babies. They were born closer in age, whereas me and my friends, we were all around the same era, you know, same time of, you know, being born, so it's like, you know, and even if they were from the late 80s coming into the 90s, still there's a relatively, there's a relative closeness there with them, you know, and yeah, they just, uh, yeah, they, these people mean a lot to me, but anyway, with Zai, when they first became non-binary or came out to me as non-binary, I thought it was fake. I thought it was a, a mid a early midlife crisis. I was ignorant and I was also being stupid, which is the same thing, but I was just being very dumb. 
because me and them were really in a in a rough space because we had just had a fight or argument or, uh, prior to them coming out to me about them being not binary. So I just thought, oh, here you go, hate trying to get attention. Oh, here you go, because you hate being a man and da 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 da. All this ignorant shit. All this ignorant shit here. Hold on, chapter. That's I knew my I didn't put this fucking phone on. Do not disturb. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, yeah, this was so fucking ignorant and. You know, over time, I realized that, wow, like when we were having conversations about it, and I was honest with them, and I told them that, yeah, I thought you were faking the shit. Oh, my fucking God. Wow. Hold on. Fuck. Hey, y'all. Oh, my fucking goodness. I cannot believe that that just fucking happened. Again, see, this, oh, my God. I got to start recording one high. Because I was having a really good, powerful moment. But anyway, y'all, getting back to the story with me and Zai. I was very, not arrogant, ignorant about them and their non-binariness, right? And so, over the years, I just really learned. Because me and them met in 2017. So, and it's 2022 now. So, we've known each other for a while. And we really have stood the test of time in 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 a black queer friendship. Um, you know, like, man, I, man, they've showed me the definition of friendship on an, you know, they've, 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 they've given me another perspective on how to view friendship and they've given, in, in return, I've given them so much as far as, you know, having, helping them to become woke, you know, uh, you know, just being conscious and more aware of their blackness and why they matter and, overcoming a lot and becoming reattached and reconnected to their blackness and black culture so that they can understand cultural references and like, you know what I'm saying? And understand different stuff and just, you know, why we talk the way we do and everything and, you know, how we came to be, you know, and that's the beauty of it, you know, that's the beauty of that friendship. Like, and and there, there's a love there, like platonic love that if it ever became romantic, we would be okay with that. If it ever came to that. And if not, we're still okay. Like, I love them so much. And so, like I said, I was talking I was talking to this guy on Tinder. And his profile pictures, you know, gave off very androgynous non-binary. So I was, when we were texting the other day, I was like, hey, what are your pronouns? And, you know, I was like, hey, these are mines, he, his, and him. And then once the per- the person replied and let me know that, that it matches with mines, I was like, oh, okay, because, you know, and I told them, your pictures, you know, you know, become, you know, I have a best friend that's not binary, and, you know, your pictures were giving this one image off, and I just wanted to make sure, you know, because he, you know, wears makeup a little bit, you know, very, gives me femme, you know. Um, not that that's a problem, because, honestly, femme dudes fucking rock, like, Film masculine dudes, just film film dudes, like they just fucking rock. Like they they like material girls. Okay, I want Chanel now boots. Chanel now boots. Okay, like material girls, and I gotta get it from my mammy. Meanwhile, pussy popping with your man in Miami. Material girls. <laughs> oh God, I gotta stop. Oh my God. Ah, uh, but yeah, I was just look. Ignorance is bliss, y'all. Ignorance is fucking bliss, and. I'm just glad that I've learned so much from that with with that friendship with Zai because like just becoming more woke and 
woke in my in my wokeness in my pro-blackness just you know becoming more aware you know what i'm saying not that i wasn't aware but it added to my awareness do y'all feel what i'm saying jesus uh can i wait to start having guests on this show so i can have some feedback not that i don't like talking about myself but it's just like damn season one i really want to turn up for y'all you know what i'm saying turn it up even hold on wait Meanwhile, I'm gonna turn it up. I'm trying to think about that Buster Rhymes song, "Touch It, Bring It Back." Oh my God, that shit! That, that the remix with all the with the ladies on there. Oh my fucking God! Like with Mary, Missy, and Rod Digger, my nigga. Like that shit, fucking legendary. Like that's a song that can't nobody fucking touch. I'm sorry, not sorry, but that's a song that a lot of people, these artists of today, just couldn't fucking touch. Like, bitch, y'all just can't fucking touch that shit. No, you can't touch a beat like this. The way that y'all rapping now, you bitches can't, you can't, can you dance on this beat when Buster says, turn it up? Like when the beat just is hitting, like, yo, what? What? Like, child, I just got drifted off, I know. Point is, ignorance is bliss, y'all. That's all I wanted to say with that little bit of segment. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted y'all to know that ignorance is bliss. And I learned something just, you know, I learned that, you know, that there's ignorance. I don't know. Shit, I don't know, y'all. I'm high. So, fuck it. I'm, look, I'm high. Love y'all. Love y'all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love y'all. I love y'all. I just can't believe... God damn, this is the. I swore to myself I would not do this shit again when I would have the fucking speaker on when recording. Because at the beginning of this segment, uh, look, y'all, turn me up as much as y'all can. I am so sorry, Chad. I'm still just working with my iPad and the audio, the you know, the mic with that, um, or my phone at times because I have an iPhone. You know, Material Girls. Um, yeah, you know, just uh, yeah, that nigga. Yeah, I'm still wait with that nigga. What the. Child, I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking about. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still that nigga. That's what I was probably trying to say. I'm still that nigga. Um, and I actually do have microphones at the house. I'm gonna try to see if I can. I might have to buy another piece in order to connect it to here to the iPad, and then I gotta test it out to see how it sounds with the mic. Yeah. Or ooh, I might look up. Hmm. I might look up microphones for iPads. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna make this fucking work so that the audio can be a better fucking quality okay um like i said y'all ignorance is bliss and i definitely learned so much in that moment of my own growth and getting out of my own biases and overcoming my own biases and how i felt because i you know i felt the way that i did about non-binary people like saying oh it's fake it's you know it's made up you're having a midlife crisis you'll change your mind da, 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 da. it's all for attention when no this is who you really are and when you see that you got it and you just look at yourself and be like damn i really was an ignorant motherfucker like damn what the fuck? Like, I was so ignorant. Ugh. But you got to be able to forgive yourself and not beat yourself up, you know? So just, you know, just be willing to learn. Be willing to listen and hear the other person before you go jumping the gun and making up assumptions and coming to conclusions that could end up costing you good friendships and even shit, romantic relationships.
you know. So hey, I mean, and you know what? Really, holy shit! I just fucking thought about it. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I'm going somewhere. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's how I know the drugs have kicked in. Um, Jesus Christ! Wow. When you think about it, when you think about it, fucking follow me with this. The negative connotations with homo homosexuality in society has made it to where things like the DL culture persist and are persistent still to this day. To where you have openly, even openly gay men who flock and flounder over the DL man, the trade, this, that, and the third. Like where it's like, oh, he got a girlfriend, or he doesn't give off that he's gay because you know we all think that gay has a monolithic look when it doesn't. So, <laughs> a monolithic look when it doesn't, and so becoming, you know non-binary not saying that it's like a choice or nothing like that but identifying as non-binary it may make it easier for the cisgendered partner to then be with the non-binary person because to them it, it won't sexually it won't feel like he's fucking another dude even though he fuck he is but that your partner who you're fucking identifies as non-binary so he's out so they are outside of the gender spectrum the constructs and confines of gender what it means to be a man what it means to be a woman you see so like that's genius in a way it's it's basically it's it's basically the is like the two-spirited person because that's what trans and non-binary gender non-conforming individuals were, were called in ancient times, pre-colonialism, pre-the colonizers. They were called two-spirited people. So this is basically, this is what this is now. Is two, It's like being two-spirited. You know, just like, man. Like, that, that shit is wild. That shit is wild. Wow fucking wow we just went down the rabbit hole one pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small and one pill wait no it's ones that mother gives you don't do anything not at all wait is it hold on wait a minute i shall i'm making sure i am saying the song right because i'm like because i remember when i heard that song in a fucking um sucker punch uh well it was a rendition of it um a cover of it rather uh and it was so oh my god like the those are one of those like white people songs where it's like you when you hear it even as a black person you know what song that is and it's okay you know what i'm saying like it's one of those exceptions you know you know how we are it's one of those exceptions you know where you just like mm, okay this is an exception this is an exception this is an exception, an exception to the rule. Oh, I was so I was so happy actually when they had played that song in um in the Matrix trailer and in the movie. I was like, bitch! And you know why didn't they ever play that song in the early trail in the earlier movies? Because man, this song fits. Because think about the lyrics. It goes, you know, one pill makes you larger, and one pill makes you small. And the ones that mother gives you don't do anything. And so, uh, go ask Alice.
噔噔噔噔噔，东西三十三飞走了。Let me you go, you're chasing the rabbits, and you know we're going to fall. Salamahoka, smoking caterpillar, ha ha ha, giving you the cold. Carlos, like, oh my God, like this. Ah,、oh, this is definitely one of those songs you 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 listen to when you get high. Like, that's definitely that's that's a girl. That's that girl. That's that girl. Fuck, what was I talking to y'all about, child? I don't even fucking remember. I oh shit, this the non-binary stuff now went on that tyrant girl. Yeah, girl, let me get to the next segment because I'm just like, wait a minute. If I anyway, look. Be willing to learn. Stop being ignorant. Get over your biases and stop missing out on life. And non-binary people deserve love and are worthy of it, just like the rest of us cisgendered folks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G. "Black and ugly as ever." However. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron, and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing, from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing, down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like Fubu 2.0. Black and ugly—it's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow! I'm pretty sure most of you are familiar with the line from the Notorious B.I.G. "Black and ugly as ever." However. So I'm here to tell you about Black and Ugly, a clothing line where the phrase itself is an oxymoron, and it is not everything that you think. Rather, it's everything you think it's not. Here at Black and Ugly, you are going to find unique pieces of clothing, from hats to hoodies to sweatpants to camouflage pants to backpacks to little pins that you can put on your backpack as well as your clothing, down to jackets, hockey shirts, so on and so forth. And mind you, this is not your typical average wear. No, this is wearable art created by a black woman for for the people by the people. This is like Fubu 2.0. Black and ugly—it's everything that you think it's not. Be sure to head on over there and let them know that the Royal Hour Prince Onyx sent you. Ow. A freak like me. See you on a good boy who does bad things to you. Do never been with no nigga as nasty as me. Dress up your life and get it free. Do 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 do. Yo, like friends, I'm down to my queen bed. I tease him just enough to hate me. Slide on, slide it off, but he can't break free. See him dating for twice. 
This can go one of two ways. You can put the out of me, you're a slave. Daddy, you are a Anyway, child. Alright, hope y'all enjoyed that. That is a little bit of uh, karaoke when I am high, okay? So, anyway, this is going to be a fun segment. I'm just spitballing shit out there. What are some of y'all favorite snacks when y'all are high? Because for me, I love the field Twizzlers with the um, lemon and the strawberry. Oh, my fucking God. Ugh. I think I might fucking get some this weekend. Oh, God, because now I'm craving it. Well, I also like Talenti uh, raspberry ice cream. It's dairy free, so it's so guilty. It's like you know a guilty pleasure. Oh, love it, especially with sprinkles. Oh god, uh, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. <coughs> oh, love it. <coughs> fuck, it's a gas bubble stuck in my throat. Ah, oh, fuck, it's trying to come through. Hold on, y'all. Oh, okay. It's trying. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, I had to take a sip. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Anyway, the fuck was I talking about? Goddamn. Oh, snacks. Oh, I love ginger ale. Ginger beer. Oh, my God. Fucking delicious. That clear fruit. Uh, clear, uh, clear water. The fruit flavored water. Oh, love that. I, I, mm. I remember that shit when it when it was oh god when I was a kid Jesus Christ this belch <sighs> trying to take me out <clears throat> yeah I remember that um what else what else Skittles sour patches yeah I love that shit Snickers oh yes. Oh, fuck. Having a bit of a food orgasm moment. Oh, my God. Oh, because that shit is delicious. It's like when I'm high, my taste buds are so elevated. It's like, bitch, what? Oh, I love it. I love it. Baby, I love it. You never been with no me. Anyway, Chad, oh god, damn Doja Cat song, Freak, oh my god, because oh, it gives very 1950s, oh god, see, I'm just, see, this is our, this is our random chat right here, y'all, this is gonna be like a new segment sometimes, because just random shit, random shit, random shit, real hot girl shit, uh, real hot nigga shit, real hot pharaoh shit, bitch, <laughs> Uh, anyway, I was thinking about something on my fucking patrol that I was going to share with y'all. Damn, give me a sec. Man, this is just a lot of empty space. So I understand if y'all end up skipping to the end. Hey, you know, feel, look, do what you got to do. Because I'm just thinking about a lot of shit. A lot of shit that I would definitely want to do for y'all, you know, like review songs break some lyrics down to you. that's what i wanted to talk about breaking some lyrics down to y'all damn let me see what what song was it that made me oh you know what it was i was listening to portuguese love by tina marie 
and I thought to myself, I'm like, damn, um, I love this song, yeah, but the lyrics are, are very, it's like, you know what, toxic love songs, that we, like, we love them, but when you really break them down, a lot of them are toxic, and you just be like, god damn, the, the musician, musicians, only certain musicians, like Atina Marie, Rick James, Outkast, Mariah the Scientist, Summer Walker, just, you know, mix it, mix the old school with the new school, um, the Whisperers, fucking, uh, oh my god, the guy who made motherfucking, me and Mrs. Jones, fuck, what is his name? Oh, God, hold on, because I'm not finna embarrass myself. I'm not finna embarrass myself. We got a thing going on. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 We got Billy fucking Paul. Billy fucking Paul. Billy motherfucking Paul. Billy motherfucking Paul. Billy motherfucking Paul. Billy motherfucking Paul. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Billy Paul. Uh, um, shit, even Aretha Franklin songs. Just uh, certain artists who could just really put, like, they talk about real shit. But they put it over these hypnotic, melodic beats that put you in a trance to where the beat over, overrides you. The beats override you, and you're missing the message within the song. Like, if that ain't some powerful shit right there, like, black people really are powerful. And even I started talking about Tina Marie, but you y'all know how motherfuckers give her honorary black pass. Come on now. Anyway, um, <laughs> man, just... Yeah, man, like, just certain songs were, like, very toxic, but we like them, at least I do, because it's something about just the way that you're describing the tale. Like, you know, getting, okay, Billy Paul, for example, me and Mrs. Jones, it's about an affair that he's having with a woman who is married, and it's their little secret, and it's like they have to keep it to the to their chest, you know? Nobody knows, you know, N not his friends, his family, not her friends, her families, her biological family and the family that she made with her husband. And they have a favorite song together and just, you know, it's like, wow, damn, nigga, you was cheating. But the, the, the beat just like really for me, it just like overrides, it. especially when he says that we got a thing going on. And then a beat, da-da-da-da-da-da. Da, 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 da. We both know that it's wrong. Like, damn, like, it, it's like the... It's just crazy, because it's like, yo, motherfucker. Like, you know that it's wrong, but you don't want to let it go because it's so strong. It's a connection. And it's just like, damn, shit like that. I don't know where I'm going with this, y'all. I really don't. I'm just talking shit at this point. God damn, I can't wait to get a fucking co-host, because fuck. Then we can have these conversations to get... You know what? Yeah, I'm getting a co-host. Season one, y'all, a co-host. We're going to have a co-host so that we can get this really popping and busting. Okay, like I just, mm, this is gonna be dope. This is gonna be dope. Uh, but anyway, like I was telling y'all, so, like you know, certain songs were just very toxic when you really think about the lyrics. And it's just like, damn, like okay, 
Hmm. How do you feel about it? Shit, you're going to still play it because it's like, hey, okay, I get what they're saying, but it's, it's, it's a vibe. But see, the problem is a lot of us end up playing these songs over and over again, especially like the sad songs, the heartbreak songs. We play them over and over again to where it enters our subconscious. It enters our psyche and ends up manifesting outwardly, subconsciously, yet unconsciously to us. And we're wondering why. Well, damn, why is my love, my love life like this? Why is, you know, this going on in my life? Why is this going on in my life? And you have to really pay attention to the frequencies that you are allowing into your mind, into your space. Now, again, don't get me wrong. Yeah, y'all know me. I am a Mariah the Scientist fan. I'm not going to say stan. Um, even if I was, I'm the type of stan that can have logical sense and call people out on their shit. Um, you know, that's just me. Uh, but Mariah the Scientist, I listen to her songs a lot, and it's you know again the frequency that I'm I've been welcoming into my life, but not but prior to her, but it's not even her fault as an artist. It's not the artist's fault. It's music is just it's powerful. It's energy. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to be careful how much you trans how much you're listening to as far as songs to transmute that energy. You know, and not everybody can do that. You know, not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. You know, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to be. And then once you wield and transmit that energy, you know, you transmute it. Then you can comfortably listen to these songs and not feel like, oh, my God, I'm welcoming the energy into my life because you're aware of it. You know, you're just like, you know, what? I'm just going to listen to this song. It's a groove. It's a jam. You know, I'm not going to internalize the lyrics. I'm not going to internalize the shit. Yeah, I may be singing along to it and act shit. Knowing me, I like to sing along and act out because I'm just such a theater kid. <laughs> such a nerd. Such an actor. <laughs> and, you know, just, um, you know, I just like to get all playful. Just move my body around. You know, again, that's a form of transmuting that energy as well. Just shaking and grooving, getting it out, moving my little hips. You know, ooh, I was trying to say, move your body like a snake, ma. Like that? Or, I remember we can't sing his songs. <laughs> Not even trying to be, be funny, you know, because it's like, Chad, that, that's another motherfucker. It's like, man, all the shit he did, he, it ain't enough talent in the world to forgive him. It's like, dude, it ain't enough talent in the world to forgive you. It's not, it is not like, mm, 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 mm. That's just deviancy, fucking debauchery at its finest. Child. Shit crazy, okay? Shit is motherfucking crazy. <laughs> Oof, so sorry. I had to yarn. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Damn, y'all had to hear that. But nah, yeah, niggas just, mm-mm-mm. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Baby. Uh, but yeah, just transmuting energy is fucking powerful, yo. It's fucking powerful. Fucking powerful. But yeah, just real hot, real hot pharaoh shit. I'm definitely gonna have a co-host this season moving forward. Cause the conversations me and them can have together. Oh my god, y'all are gonna love my co-host, like. Oh my God, y'all are gonna fucking love her. I'm claiming that now. She's another one who just, uh, she has saw me through my highs and my lows. Just like the sister I always wanted. Again, no knock to my real sister, my actual sister. It's just, yo, certain friends, 
we have that connection where it's like, yo, damn, you know, like that spirit family shit, you know, shit is crazy, shit is crazy, but let me go ahead and get out of here, you know what, fuck it, I'll do the intro in this, fuck it, I'll do the intro in this and do a set, I'll do keep doing a separate intro every time like I've been doing, but thank y'all for tuning in to the Royal Hour with your good guy Prince Onyx, season one, episode one, let's get it. Cause this is gonna be fucking dope. It's gonna be lit this season. It's only up we go from here. No more drama. Fuck it. You know, welcome, 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 2022. And the blessings you bring. Welcome. Welcome.